coming up on The Kim Gravel Show. Do you feel like you're getting the most out of your life every single day? 100% no. (laughs) I can tell you right now. I had lost myself in being a mom. My priority was like the dog came before me. You know, like I was so low on the totem pole when it comes to priorities. I'm going to get real emotional about it because it was like a real pivotal point in my life. And it was definitely God saying, girl, you took that step. And I got you. And I see you stumbling, but I'm going to, I'm going to carry you to this next level. We're doing her show and we're changing lives. We're building confidence all the time. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Kim Gravel Show. Let's just go on and spill the tea. This is one of the realest persons I've ever met. My mission is to encourage every single woman. We're here to lift y'all up. There's no one more effective than moms. You mess with the bull, you gonna get the horns. I need coffee, I need Jesus, and I need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> if you can bring a smile to people's faces, why would you not? True confidence is knowing who you are and why you're here. Hey, y'all, this is the Kim Gravel Show, where every single week we all come together and help each other level up our lives. And this week is no different because we have an amazing guest who's going to be talking about business, um, fitness culture, and how to really just squeeze every ounce of life out of our lives. And, and Zach, I'm telling you, you know what I mean by that? Like squeeze every, no, I'm not talking about every single time moment and just busy, busy, busy. I'm not talking about that. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about, Kim. Hello, Kim. Hi, by the Hi, way. Well, I'm happy I mean, to be here too. Well, I'm glad you're here. Everybody <laughs> knows you by now. Can, just answer the question. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you know what I mean by that? Is this like a lemonade, lemon situation? Like, what are we talking about here? Oh, do you Lord. mean like, oh, Lord. this is good to the last drop? Good to the last drop. sweet tea on the- Good. Okay. To the la- that's brilliant. Okay. Stealing it, using it. Good to the last drop is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, do you feel like you're getting the most out of your life every single day? 100% no. <laughs> I can tell you right now. I was waiting for you to go 100% yes. I'm on it. 100% no. I know. And, and that's, I mean, you know, that's what we're talking about. We always say, Zach, about leveling up, but really, is it just, is it just being able to harvest everything out of the life that we want to live. I, I know I don't do that. I do, Oh yeah. Okay. So here's my question for you. I'm okay. going to turn it around on you. Turn do around. you feel like you, do you feel like you do that? Do you live every day to no. its fullest? No, I live. No. Does in, anyone do that? Well, Jackie's going to come on. She's going to talk to us about that because she really, uh, she is a person who decided, you know what? I'm not living the life that I've always dreamed of. I'm not getting out of life everything I want to. And so she made a huge pivot, a huge change, left a very lucrative job, making tons of money, mm-hmm. a lot of influence to do her own thing and live her leveled up life. Okay. So you don't want to miss a minute of this episode. And if you're ready to squeeze, okay, every bit, every drop, you know, of amazing, fulfilled, um, adventurous life out of your life, then stay tuned because we're going to be right back. (laughs) 
All right, y'all. Remember when I said we're going to level up our lives? We're going to learn how to do that this week. Um, I could not have a better person on the show today to talk about that. I, I have so much admiration and respect for her for so many reasons. Jacqueline Finnenhemmer is here, and she's a friend. I call her Jackie. She's the founder and CEO of Fit Kitty Culture. It's an athleisure wear, fitness wear, skincare, wellness branch, everything about being healthy and well. Um, she was the vice president in brand development for It Cosmetics. I met her at QVC. Um, you'll recognize her because she's done hundreds of hours of shows on QVC for It Cosmetics. Um, she serves on so many boards of nonprofit, and she's truly living her why. She's truly leveling up her life, and she's inspiring others to think bigger, dream bigger, um, make more positive changes, and live that leveled up life that we're all looking for. Jackie, girl, welcome to the Kim Gravel Show. <laughs> oh my gosh, I get a song? You get a song. Yeah, you get a song. I love it. I love it. I'm going to keep, I'm going to make that my ringtone. You need to make it your ringtone, Jackie. <laughs> Hi, oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here with my friend Kim. Oh I my love goodness. it. And by the way, can I brag about your book for just a minute? I know. You can. I have to. It's so good. I and love you. And I have a few things that I want to talk about if we can, but I'll let oh, you Oh, we got time, girl. Today. We can shoot the breeze. <laughs> okay. Okay. There's so much to talk about. Um, I know. Where do we begin, Jackie? We haven't even digested you not being on QVC anymore. I miss seeing mm -hmm. your face in QVC, but what what made you make that move? What made you say, you know what? I, I've done what I can do here with It Cosmetics and QVC. I'm ready to go on and do my own thing. So many people are right where you were when you did that. It's the hardest thing because a lot of us, we're in that space where we're we have a successful career. We make good money. You know, how you're, you know, how do you take that leap of faith mm -hmm. to believe in yourself to, you know, change the direction of your future, right? Especially when I'm the breadwinner for mm -hmm. my family. I have boys, you know, my husband does well, but I'm, you know, am the one that really makes the money in the family. You're a vice president. You know, you had a huge position. Yeah. And so with your family depending on you, how do you make that shift, mm. right? And I just felt like my time was done and there was something bigger for me to yes. do. Like I had a bigger calling to answer to. And so I knew it was my time to move on. Can I, I, I can just be honest with you because, you know, we know each other that way. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. I remember you and I being in that building, eating the ding-dongs, the ho-hos, candy bars, the, the Coca-Cola. <laughs> and I remember, I mean, it's hard, Zach. I mean, it's it's like you're in this, I mean, you just eat what you can, you grab it and go. Yes. And, you know, there is no chef or prepared meals. Yeah. So I remember one day I saw you, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's so pretty. And the next day I saw you, like, oh, my gosh, she's so gorgeous and so thin. You made a <laughs> shift you made a fitness, health, and wellness shift right before mm -hmm. my eyes. Was that what what propelled you into doing uh, Fit Kitty Culture? Well, I would say so this. So Fit Kitty was a brand that I started before It Cosmetics. I did not Jamie. know that. I did not yeah, know Yeah, and so it was, well, it was before the internet. It was before all of the, those things. And so it was a little LA brand, and then... Jamie had asked me to help her with it cosmetics back in 2008. Wow. And 
And so, you know, her and I have been best friends for over 27 years. And so when she came to me, she told me about her vision. She said, I want to do things differently. I want to help real women feel their most confident, their most beautiful. And I believed in her mission. So I said, okay, I'll come help you. But I have these other things going on. I'll come help you. Um, Because I didn't want it to impact our friendship. And then the next thing you know, 14 years later, (laughs) I'm still there. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so I had put Fit Kitty on the side burner, right? And then when it was time for me to take another step back, I'm 45 years old and I look in the mirror and I don't even recognize myself anymore. I look in the mirror. I'm like, who is this woman staring back at me? Because I was always into fitness. I was always into wellness. I was always into taking care of myself, my health, not just for the appearance. Sure. My mom died at a young age. I just wanted to live a long life, right? I had a reason to live for my son. And I, so I had to rediscover myself. Mm. I had to say, who am I? What do I like to do? What are... What are my values? What do I believe in? Because I had lost myself in cosmetics. I had lost myself in being a mom. My priority was like the dog came before me. You know, like I was so low on the totem pole when it comes to priorities Mm. that I had to make a shift for my own health, for my own wellness, my, you know, mental wellness, and then also to be a good example for my son and what having balance and health looks like so that when he grows up, he doesn't fall into the same patterns that I had had. But how did you go about rediscovering yourself? And I I ask you this question, Jackie, because there's so many Mm -hmm. women in particular listening to this right now that I think are sitting in the same boat that you were back then and are saying, Mm -hmm. you're reevaluating. A lot of people are looking at their lives and going, okay, who am I and why am I here? And, 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 and what I'm doing now align with that. And so many people mm-hmm. are, they know, like you knew, you looked at me and said, I don't recognize myself. They know that, but they mm-hmm. don't know how to rediscover, like you said. How did you take the step in finding yourself again? Yeah, it was really hard and painful, right? but what I sat down and thought about, first of all, is what is the kind of life that I want to have for myself? Mm, mm. And what does that person, what does that person do to have that life? Come with it! Right? What does that person do to have that life? So I want to be healthy. I want to have good energy. What does someone healthy do? They nourish their bodies. They eat healthy food. They work out, you know, all of these things. And I'm like, well, that was the girl I used to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And it mm -hmm. just made sense. It just clicked for me. So then I just started being that girl that I wanted to be. Okay, let me ask you this, because this is, Zach and I have been having, we've just taped another Mm. episode about this. Okay, Zach, see what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on, Jackie. I'm I'm, I'm letting you know, it's not an inside (laughs) secret joke or or conversation. I'm going to let you get in on it. Yeah. But you said something that that Zach and I were debating, (laughs) uh, healthy debating, um, a a couple of weeks ago when we were taping this episode. You said you Mm -hmm. just decided. Isn't that just what you just said? Did did she say decided? What? Okay. 
follow me because I think it always starts with a decision. I think so many people Mm -hmm. are trying to get healthy or trying to change their life or taking a course on how to change their life or reading a book and all this, and they're getting a lot of information and they're taking action, but they haven't decided. Yeah. You have to decide that you are worthy of it. Come on. That you deserve to be a priority in your own life and that you can make it happen, that you're in control. Even if you mess up, like everyone messes up. But guess what? You get to restart every minute of the day. I mess up right now. Two minutes from now, I can restart. Mm. Right? Mm. You always have the power to choose your life. Yeah. You always have the power of a decision. Mm -hmm. Of a decision. Yes. And I'm telling you, when you said you, that is the key. And when you decide, Mm -hmm. I, I often say this, we don't trust ourselves. Because we right. let ourselves down. We make these promises to ourselves and then we let ourselves down. And so we don't trust yes. that we'll follow through. But I, you have, you have. And now mm-hmm. Fit Kitty Culture is born. And can I just say, girl, you, the whole thing <laughs> looks hotter than hot. I'm telling you, I'm going to put on Thank me you. one of them little outfits and start hitting the streets. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, so, you do. like what, what, so, so all that has been in the works for over a decade. And yes. And it, the time has come for it to be birthed. What was that like? It was really exciting, to be honest. Like, mm. I I knew I was ready. Okay. I knew I was ready. Like, everything in your life takes you, you know, and, and you know about this in your own life. Everything happens, takes you to your next journey. It's true. Had I, you know, had I kept going with Fit Kitty back then, I don't think it would be the same brand. In fact, I know it wasn't. It was going in a different direction it wouldn't be the same brand that I've created today. Right. And so it was, I needed to take a pause to make it what it's going to be today. And really it's all about women's empowerment. It's not just about the clothes or the skincare, all those things. It's really about when one woman sees another woman Mm. wearing my logo. My goal is she walks up to her and high fives her gives her some kind of positive affirmation. Like you got this girl. I see you working out. I see you doing your thing. You're looking great. You know, like whatever it is, I want it to be the sisterhood of just women empowering other women, because here's the thing. Yes. Women need permission. Yes. To be kind to other women. I don't know why that is. They need permission to make themselves, you, you know, well, we grow up saying, asking, can I have a snack? Mm-hmm. Can I go to the bathroom? We, you know what I mean? Like when we're kids, we're taught, we, especially if you're a good girl, you need permission to do this or that. So it's no wonder we need permission to believe in ourselves, to do things for ourselves, because we're not raised to do that. No right. matter what your economic status, no matter where you come from, you're taught you need to raise your hand before you ask a question. Before, you know, before you do anything, you need permission. So it's no wonder we need permission to take care of ourselves. Oh, gosh, Jackie, that's such a good word. It is such a deep, deep moment. We have to stop and Mm -hmm. talk about that because Mm -hmm. I think you just Mm -hmm. hit the nail on the head there. Mm -hmm. We have to, we've been taught to be good girls, to be, I don't want to say the word submissive because that's such a you know, word. We're not going to talk about that. But you, right. you yeah. asking permission. I like that. Can I get a snack? Can and and I would say it's different for boys because I have boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't come ask me I if do. they have a snack. They just go get every no. snack they can find. 
<laughs> in fact, when you want a snack, you're like, where are the where snacks? Where are I my snacks? We were I'll out. hide them, girl. I, I had me a, a Hershey's almond bar back behind the hot sauce in the refrigerator right now. I have to hide my stuff. Girl, that's just my favorite candy bar, you know. Hershey's with almonds? Oh, me too. Yes. I love the crunch, honey. I'm a texture eater. But no, it's true. You, you, you're right. Boys don't have the same. They have a lot of um, expectation and, uh, you know, authority. Do you know what I'm saying? For yeah. lack of a better word, yeah. over their own lives. Women do not. You are so right. right. Okay. So mm-hmm. so you've given, your, you've given yourself permission to step into this new role in this yes. new place. Um, Mm -hmm. what Jackie has been some of the doubts that have come through your mind during the process? Cause I know they've been there cause they're there with me every day almost. I think the biggest fear I had to overcome was leaving a stable job, that security, because we all are on the search for security and having that and just taking the risk in myself and believing in myself that I could do it on my own. Did you prepare for the risk? I did. I did. You know, there's, I knew in my mind, it's going to take three years or more before I even start Break, making, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, like, I you do. Know, those you know, I know. Business, <laughs> very painful, right? <laughs> You're like, where are those coupons? You right. Know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to feel a, in alignment with my purpose, I had to do this because I felt like it was more than just building a company. It was building a mission. Yes, it was bigger than you. You know, it was bigger. It was than bigger you. than me. It was bigger than me, and I de- I deserve this, and the women that I connect with deserve this. So many people are going to relate to this, Jackie. How was it mm-hmm. to put that dream on the shelf and help someone else? Best friend, listen. You know, I have a BFF. I get it. Yeah, Bill, and and I think Amy sometimes has done that for me. You know, mm-hmm. where she's. She's stepped in to support me. How was that for you having to do, and you were called to that for such a time as that as well. How was that? Yeah. Did that serve you anyway when you launched this? I mean, give us, because that's that's a long yeah. time to wait for your dreams to manifest and come true. It is, but I felt like I was helping my sister. Like I was yeah. lifting her up. Like I was carrying yeah. the chair. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, and yes, so I when you see when you see your friend fulfill their dreams and their destiny and you can it's like just almost as good it, it was as good as mine. Mm, was as say, good did, as mine. did you, you feel know called I mean? to that too? Like did you feel called mm-hmm. to that for that moment? Because I think a lot of people think, well, it'll never happen for me or my my dreams and my goals, especially women. A lot of times we 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 sacrifice our own for our children or we sacrifice our own mm-hmm. for our, our partner or our husband. We sacrifice our own for our friends. And it's mm-hmm. really it's I don't know if it's a sacrifice if it's not just a learning experience for what's coming for you. Would you say that? Well, it was definitely part of my journey. Yeah. Because at It Cosmetics, the first few years, a lot of people don't know, it was just Jamie, her husband, and me. Just the <laughs> three of us. And I would be Anne in customer service. And then I would be Jackie for the PR role that I had. And then, you know, Jamie and I working on product development. Like I, it was, my hands were in everything. So unlike someone who graduates from college and steps into the marketing department or steps into this, I was the Jackie of all trades, literally, right? (laughs) And so from an entrepreneurial perspective, 
I lived that entrepreneur life right next to her, step by step. But even more importantly, I truly believed we were going to make a difference in the beauty space. I believed in her mission. We wanted to make women feel beautiful in their own skin, and you did. no matter where they came from, what they looked like, you know, how we wanted every woman to see herself and to feel confident for the first time, or maybe the first time in a long time. That was yeah. our mission. And I believed in it. And I still do to this day. Yeah. Well, and you still did it to this day. You both did mm-hmm. it and you both did it. And everybody thinks it's, it's always yeah. one part. It's not. And you're doing it again with Fit Kitty Culture. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to tell yeah. a little bit of sun, uh, fun sidebar fun facts about you yeah. because people don't know this, but you were a bad mama jamma DJ. <laughs> like yes. DJ, like hardcore, <laughs> right? Yes. Travel the world. Yes. Did you really? <laughs> Jackie, come with it. How did that happen? And how do you go from being this DJ? Because that, that's an untraditional role for a, a, a woman. It was a really untraditional role. And I came into it, you know, when God has a plan for you. Yes, that's right. Like, it doesn't matter. Makes no sense. <laughs> it does not. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. And so I was a fitness instructor also most of my life. So when I say before it, you know, when you saw me at my heaviest, that really was not who I was. So I was a fitness instructor and I used to make my own mixtapes for my classes because I was loved music. It's my thing. And I always wanted to have the, but when you came to my class, I wanted it to be Jackie's music is the best, right? Okay. Okay. And so there was this guy that used to come to my spinning class and I didn't know it, but he actually owned a club in Los Angeles and I was living in LA at the time. And he's, he came up to me and he's like, who makes your mixes? They are so good. I love them. I love your music. Um, and I said, well, I do. And he's like, you do. He's like, you have to come spin at my club. I was like, no, 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 no. I just do these for my classes. I, you know, I'm a living room DJ. It's just for fun. It's a hobby. He's like, no, just come. You can do like this. I have this little VIP section. You can come spin there. It's mostly my friends, you know, just give it a try. I'll have a backup DJ there in case things don't work out, but just come give it a try. Well, I went, I, and this is back in the day when you used to have to carry crates of records Ooh. into the club. So I'm carrying crates up the stairs into the VIP area. The, you know, bouncers are helping me carry my stuff in. I go in and I do it. I'm nervous as, as all get uh-huh. out. Yep. And I do it. And it was so much fun. And then they offered me a residency. Are which you- when you're a DJ, having a residency is a big deal, right? So That's amazing. On your first time out, they were just like, Come yeah, resident. they were just like, okay, we want you to come play on Tuesday nights. So it was my first residency. And that's kind of how I got my, you know, my, I guess, boots on the ground. I don't know how else you'd describe it, but yeah. just how I got into the industry. And but this was back in the day when there was MySpace. And at the time, there was a, <laughs> like being a female DJ right. was like, like not existent. And right. so... So other DJs would actually come to see me to see if I could really DJ, (laughs) you know what I mean? To see if I could beat mix, do all that stuff. And so then those DJs would come and they would become fans and they're like, oh, come spin with me at this club or I have this other, you know, gig for you. And so it kind of opened up all these doors for me, Um, which then in turn, I think helped with my TV presence at QVC. It was just kind of all leading me down this path to be ready because I didn't wasn't an actress. I wasn't like, you know, 
great at being in front of other people. I like preferred being behind the scenes. So really, it was this whole thing that just kind of, you never know when one thing's going to take you to the next. Nothing is ever wasted. We think sometimes no. we've made mistakes or we have gotten um, off track or we have, we're have we on mm-hmm. plan B and, and we're always on plan yeah. A. We're yeah. always on plan A. Exactly. I'm telling you, I, I, nothing is ever wasted. I mean, I could tell you story after story and, and you're just saying the DJ thing. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, well, that made you perfect for live television and for performing and even for what mm-hmm. you're going to head into with Fit Kitty Culture. It's all yeah. connected. It's all that mm-hmm. that rich soil where all these seeds have been planted. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. And I think also, too, just having that confidence of changing careers. Okay. You know, from being a yes. fitness person to being a DJ to to going into it, it gave me the confidence to actually think about my past and leaving it. When you asked earlier, like, how did you make that shift? Well, I'd already made shifts in my career. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I was 48 years, 49 years old when I left mm-hmm. it cosmetics. Wow. You know, like that's, you're late in your to start a new career at 49 years or start a new life change at 49 years old. That's, I would say, pretty courageous. You know, I think it's very Not courageous. To my horn, but that's like well, a lot of too. women would be like, oh, I'm too, I'm too late. It's too late for me. It's never too late. It's never too late. It's never too late to decide. Yes. Yes. And I will say this. It's never too late. I mean, honestly, you're coming into that moment, that sweet season. Mm-hmm. My mother always tells me those women in their 50s, that sweet season of maturity, of, yes. you know, um, knowledge and experience. And like you said, confidence to really make those changes. Mm-hmm. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Are you overworked, underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them? How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio simon And I'm Casey McDonald-Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at motheruppod. What would you say if you could drill down in a few words what your calling yeah. is, because see, you've done a lot of different things and a lot of people get mm-hmm. what I do and what I'm, my calling, they, 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 in my opinion, they get those things confused because a lot of times we, we equate with what we're doing is who we are. What would you mm-hmm. say, Jackie, all these experiences that you have had in your life, what your call, your absolute God-given call is? I think my biggest call is to build community. Woo! See, she's got it, Zach. To bring women together. (laughs) She's got it. I know, that's it. See? That's fantastic. To like, yeah, to to bringing women together through It Cosmetics and seeing the power of that. Like, it's all about community and bringing women together in a powerful way. Oh, Jackie. And to know that, Mm -hmm. to know that's what you're called to do. So it doesn't matter what Mm -hmm. you're doing. What, it, as long as it aligns with building community, you can do anything you want to. Yeah. From being a fitness instructor, even back then right, and right. having women, you know what I mean? Like everything was all about community. And so I know that now. And you can trace it back. Mm-hmm. And as long as I stay aligned in that truth, I can't fail. Mm-mm, girl, that's what I'm trying to say. I can't fail. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, there's so many things out there, so much great information, you know, how to, you know, have a career and da da da, and how to be. But if you don't know what you're called to do, that alignment Mm -hmm. is never quite there. Right. That you we think it's happenstance and and we think that life happens to us. You know, we just accept Mm -hmm. what comes our way. You you say you got to decide and you got to move in that. That's see, Zach, that's what I'm talking about. This is the thing about Jackie. I, I knew, I knew she gets it, and and I know her mm-hmm. her heart and her soul is to help others get mm-hmm. it. And what I mean by get mm-hmm. it, it's not some kind of learned knowledge. It's really just to really focus on what you're called to do and and what's what's yeah. meant for you. Wouldn't you say that, Jackie? Yeah, exactly. And and taking the time to get still and really mm. listen. You know, I think so many of us get busy chasing the kids around. You know, if you're married, you know, tr- keeping your relationship on track, you know, <laughs> making a full time job. You know, yeah. Yeah. That's a relationship. It's, it's, it's tough. It's work. You know, you want to have a good one. It's work. And, um, you know, just everything that it's hard to get still and really be honest with ourselves about what we want and what makes us happy. Because I know I've spent a lot of time in my life doing for others because I thought they were the ones that were going to make me happy. So I wasn't living for me. I was living for them because I thought I needed them for my happiness. And it wasn't until I was like 46 that I really learned like, oh, I get I'm responsible for my own happiness. And it's an inside thing. And I'm glad I'm learning now. 
Because it's never too late. You know, it's never, it's too, never late. too late. You get to decide I that today's that. the day. Today's the day. Yeah. And it changed just mm-hmm. like this. On Instagram, you wrote, um, you wrote something that was very interesting. Instead of looking at the past, I put myself mm-hmm. 10 years ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I look at what I need to do now to get there. I think that's yes. great. Because I think what happens is we live in the future. And we mm-hmm. think this is what we want. I mean, whether it's be lose weight, get married, have a career, you know, be a bear, whatever your fill in the blank is, right, Jackie? Right. Yeah, exactly. And we we look at that and think, oh, if only. But what you're saying is this is an active way to look at that. This is where I want to go. And then what do I need to do now in the present to get there? When you think about who is the person I want to be in 10 years? How does what I do today affect that? It also helps that. you to make decisions. Well, and I think a lot of people don't understand, and I know for me, it's probably one of the hardest things because I'm a big vision person and I, I'm, a, I'm a dreamer and all of that, but it's the practicality of these goals and these dreams that we have for ourselves that we get stumble. I do, personally. I, mm-hmm. I stumble in those, and that's where I start having, oh my gosh, I got to do all that. You know, I start getting in my own head with it. And mm-hmm. you're saying, have that vision, have that goal, come back to the now and start mm-hmm. making decisions that will give you that outcome. And that's a practical way. I think a lot of times, especially in this space of, you could call it self-help, self-reflection, you know, mm-hmm. all of this that people are so hungry for right now, Jackie, yes. I think we're missing the practical steps and how to apply it to our lives. Yeah. And I think about it this way. Okay. I like to binge watch Netflix like anyone else, (laughs) but you know, I get caught on a show and I'm like, I get obsessed with things. I'm like, Oh, just one more, just one more. Yeah. But then when I think about is that is staying up an extra hour, staying up an extra half an hour, is that going to help me get up in the morning and make me more efficient for the next day and help me to achieve and be that person that I decided I wanted to be? Right. Because it's so easy to be distracted and scrolling, you know, on TikTok oh, scroll. or Instagram. Oh my or gosh, Facebook. I'm terrible. Girl, yes. Next thing you know, like in a rabbit <laughs> two hole. hours later. Yeah. Yeah. Start, I start, oh, what's, you know, because I follow a lot of self help people and I'm like, oh, I never thought about that, you know, and I'll start Googling stuff. You know, I'll just talk about rabbit holes. Right. Right. Me you too. Know, looking at things from different perspectives. But, I, you have to stop and think, and it's the discipline to stop. How does this help me down the road? I think my next book is going to be about how to d- make de- decisions. You decide. I mean, yes. success is a decision. You know, mm-hmm. um, it, it's a decision. And we talk about a lot of, you know, actions and visions and plans and dreams, but we don't talk about the practicality of making and deciding. Mm-hmm. Look, we're tough. <laughs> Women are tough. Don't you? We go. We do hard mm-hmm. things. We really do. Like yeah. we do a lot I mean, of hard we things. Give birth. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> and and we make a lot of sacrifice. It's not that we don't do the work. It's not that we don't want to do the work or can do the work. We're tough cookies. We're tough. You know. It's that we got to decide, like you said earlier, to to, to really put ourselves first. Yeah. You got to be a little bit selfish, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. You have to be a little bit selfish, but is it really selfish? It's not. Right? But that's what we're taught. We're taught that it's selfish. We're taught that it is. Right. Right. But I don't see my husband 
when he goes to the gym, he's not like, oh, I, I need to make dinner before I go. Like, no, he just He's goes. not worried about it. He's like, yeah. I mean, he probably, my husband don't even tell me. I, I call Travis, Travis, crickets. <laughs> I mean, I, and I'm sitting there going, well, what are we going to do? We got to do school supplies. I mean, you know, it's just, that's just being a woman, but we have to decide. We have to decide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can change and you can decide to make a change even mm-hmm. through the fear and the doubt. And you've done it. You've done it. Kim, you know, to talk about your book, I thought you did a really great job about explaining what imposter syndrome is. Mm. And I can relate, I could relate to that so much because mm. I still struggle with that. Okay. Because a lot of people don't know this, and I'm going to be really vulnerable, but I grew up in a trailer park. <laughs> like a lot of people look at me and they think like, I'm the first one to even graduate high school, let alone go to college in my family. So people look at me and they go, oh, she's so successful. But what they don't realize is I had to break generational Generational cycles. Yes, yes. Yeah, to get to where I'm at. And I still have those moments of imposter syndrome. Like, well, what if someone finds out that I used to live on, grow up on welfare? Will they think that I don't deserve this success? Oh, Jack. You know what I mean? Like, what (sighs) if someone finds out that about me? Because there were times in my life where people did judge me for that. They did. In high school, middle school, you know, I'd had boyfriends, you know, think less of me because of once they found out how I grew up. And that's still, that little girl inside of me still has to, um, you know, I still have to comfort her. I still have to say that you are not... Like where you come from, like that yeah. doesn't matter. I, that's why, that's what saved me when you ask, like, where did that come from? Because that's what saved me as a little girl is thinking about 10 years from now when I got out of there, how, you know, who was the person I wanted to be? And that's when I would just make decisions. Every, no one was there telling me to get good grades. No one was there telling me to go to college. You know, no one was telling me to do these things. But I said, who do I want to be? Because I had no role models to show me. So I had to reverse engineer mm-hmm, how to become mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. person I wanted to be. Yes, yes. And, I, and, I'm gonna, and that's what's carried me through. Mm-hmm. But I want to speak to this, too, because I did not know this about you. And I'm so glad you mm-hmm. shared it, because mm-hmm. I think at the heart of our imposter syndrome is our purpose is Mm -hmm. that secret sauce sweet spot. So it doesn't shock me Mm -hmm. that your calling is to build community when you never had it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You you always felt alone because of your Mm -hmm. circumstance. You never felt like you had a group of clique people that you fit into in school. I mean, am I Mm -hmm. right to hear you say that? Yeah, you know, I kept my circle of friends small. I mean, first of all, I left home at 15. So when I left home, if you can imagine, I can't, but um, go ahead. (laughs) Like it was, you know, you don't want people to know that about you. You know, you don't want people to know you're living on your own or, you know, you have these, they were already making fun of where I, you know what I mean? Like it was not good. Right. So, um, so I kept my circle of friends very small. Yeah. And, and then and that's you know, why you I was love blessed. everybody. That's why you love everybody. <laughs> yeah. That's why you're so wanting to build this community of people, of all yeah. people. I get it. I totally get it. Because, 
you make your own family. And I know what it's like to not have a support group around you. Right. And I think when you asked me earlier, like, what was it like to help your friend build her dreams? Like it felt like me loving on her even more. Right. Like, how do you love someone more than helping them achieve everything that they want to achieve? Right. 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 That's like the ultimate love. And it is, and it's the ultimate friendship. It's a sisterhood that's probably, mm-hmm. you know, we could do a whole podcast on that. Um, yeah, I know, right. How did you teach yourself and to, to find the success? And how did you shift your mindset? It's such a young age. It was, it was a survival mechanism for okay. me. It became how I had, it's what I needed to survive. I couldn't think of the now. I had to think of the future. Like I knew living in that situation was temporary and I still had the rest of my life. You know, I almost took my own life when I was 14 Okay. and something, you know, God, God, I think. The Lord, yeah. (laughs) It's the only thing I can explain. Yeah. Well, he had said something greater. (laughs) It's the only thing. I swear he said, don't do it. You know, I'm standing there with a knife thinking about like literally killing myself. And you know, he's just like, do not do this. You have a bigger purpose. Yes, yes. You will survive this. So thinking ahead the 10 years was my survival instincts. To hear it from other people is one thing, but to hear it from the creator, from God Almighty, mm-hmm. to tell you, you are special. You have something. Don't do this. I have something great for you. Because Jackie, he has something great for every single person human that's on this planet. Yes, I agree. And, and I'm living proof. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we all, we all like, are, but I know, mean, just, I'm just here to, Yeah. And, and, and if people could grasp that, if you can make that decision to go, you know what? Jackie's right. Kim is right. Zach is right. I do have, make that decision first mm-hmm. and then yeah. watch the thing. And it's not going to be easy because like, where did you mm-hmm. go at 15, girl? Where did you go? <laughs> I had my own place and, um, you know, I lived in Montana at the time, so it was really easy to find, you know, I had a job. I worked at this place, this Sykes diner and, you know, it was not easy, but you know, I did. And to be honest, it didn't really feel that hard. Like I say, it wasn't easy looking back. It wasn't, but I just knew it's what I, I had to do it. Like, this is, this is what I have to do to get to where I need to go. Right. Yeah. So I made decisions that day. And a lot of people say, like, you know, you pray when you pray to God and you ask for him to bring things in your life. He also expects you to take the steps to get there. Right. (laughs) So I knew in order to change my situation, I had to take some steps because who decides at 15 to leave? You know, I remember my mom saying, well, if you don't like the way things are around here, you can leave. And I remember going, all right. Okay. You made a decision. Yeah. (laughs) I made a decision at that moment. I decided, you know what? She's right. I am. She gave me, it's almost like she gave me permission Mm -hmm. to go and live my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then there's a story that's totally God. And I'm going to share it with you right now. I haven't really shared it publicly. My close friends know about it, but So my mom had decided she wanted me to come back home and raise her kids. Mm -hmm. So she called and said, I ran away. 
And I was just off um, looking at some colleges with my friend Allison. And we get home from Missoula and um, there's this cop car in her driveway. And this gentleman walks, walks up to me and he's like, are you Jacqueline Finnan? I'm like, yes. He's like, well, you need to come with me. And I'm like, excuse me. I was so confused. He's like, you're under arrest. You need to come with me. I get thrown in the back of a cop car and taken to juvenile jail because I'm a minor. I have no rights. He goes home that night because I'm upset. I'm worried. I have a test the next day. I'm worried about how I'm going to, you know, can I still go to school? Can I take my test? Can I study in jail? Like, can I get my books? Like all these things. Right. And he goes home that night to his wife and goes, how would you feel about becoming a foster parent? He goes, I know this is going to sound really strange, but I picked up this girl tonight and the story just doesn't add up. And I'm going to get real emotional about it because it was like a real pivotal point in my life. And it was definitely God saying, girl, you took that step. And I got and you. I see I you stumbling, you. but I'm going to, I'm going to carry you to this next level. And it was like, a, like really like this, um, just this house of love. And, um, and so I went to court, you know, and they released me. They said, we'll release you if you go and stay with this family. Otherwise I was going to have to stay in juvenile jail until, um, until my court, my real court date. Right. And so being the person I am, I'm like, okay, I have no idea what this family wants with me, but I knew I was tough. Cause I grew up in a, you had a tough to situation. Yeah. So I, I knew like, well, I, I can, I can handle get myself out of a situation. Yeah. I can handle myself. So I said, okay, uh, you know, thinking I want to make sure this doesn't impact my future or school or whatever. So I left with them. They can pick me up from work. They, they released me. I went to work that day and then they picked me up from work. Um, because I didn't want to lose my job. <laughs> I was like, I need to go to school. I need to go to work. So they let me do that. And then, Carol, his wife, picked me up from my shift. And then I literally went home to their their house. And I can honestly say that it was a huge learning experience, but they definitely helped me get closer to God, um, you know, bringing mm. me to church. And, mm. you know, just with that relationship and, you know, they were so patient with me. Because I was like an injured animal. I'm in this home. Yes. You know, wondering you what do these people were injured. want with me? These yeah. strangers, right. right? Right. I mean, yeah, I guess now <laughs> I went through a traumatic experience. And I also saved their marriage mm. at the same time. So God was saving two families. Yes, he was. Because Carol had seen Ken in a different light. And she had fallen back in love with him because of his heart and what he was what he brought to her she always wanted a daughter they have two older sons which their whole family treats me like I've always been part of their family um which has been beautiful so my son knows Ken and Carol as his grandpa as you know his grandparents my my their sons as his uncles their kids know me as Aunt Jackie you know, like it's been this amazing experience. And so when God has a plan for you, he, he, and he has know, one. He saved me so many times. Right. But Jackie, 
you got you like you, what you are saying. You are totally, for lack of a better word, testifying or or wit being a witness right now for what I even wrote the book about with collecting. Mm-hmm. God is so concerned about every detail of your life that he, and and, and we're going to just use your example here with 15, that he orchestrated mm-hmm. all of it because you had to be arrested to get with the family, to get the, you had, so what I'm yeah. saying is he uses all things together for the good. He uses every mistake, every heartache, mm-hmm. and it's not easy. And it's not easy. It's, but not, I, easy. it's not, but I will tell you, and, and everybody listening to our voices right now, you gotta if you can't trace his hand, you've got to trust, trust his heart. You've got to, mm-hmm. you gotta know that you're here for a reason or you wouldn't yeah. be here. There's so much evidence of knowing that. And so I think that helps me too when I'm making of decisions. Course. Of like course. if I'm following my heart right. and trusting my calling, yes, I'm gonna be taken to where I need to be. Absolutely you will. Because it's because my life has shifted from careers, from personal, from everything. Everything. It's not just me pushing mm-hmm. into the mm-hmm. direction that I'm going. No. So I can't take all the credit. No, you're you just know, you're just following the breadcrumbs. That's all you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Jackie, I love you. Got to come back, girl. <laughs> okay, when's your book coming out, Zach? Don't you think she needs a book? <laughs> I, I just said this is a Hallmark movie. I'm like, like this Lord have mercy, Jackie. I'm thinking I know That's, you need to write a book. And there's so much more. I know. I I started working on the book. You've got to. But there's a lot of healing that I, I still have I to do. As you know, like it's it's, it's I, I get it. That little girl inside of me, she's still wounded, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, I still I'm much kinder to her, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And there's a lot of forgiveness that I've done for my mom. You sure. know, the way, you know, my childhood, I've forgiven yes. a lot of that. And so that was definitely a huge growth because I think that's the hardest thing is to forgive the people that have hurt us the yeah. most. Yeah. Um, but, I, but it's, you've but, got to, you've got to, to make mm-hmm. steps forward. I think yeah. you have to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so it's in the works. Okay, it's in the work. Y'all heard it here first. (laughs) You heard it here first. When you come back on with the book, we're gonna get we're gonna really get (laughs) nitty-gritty. Okay, we 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 cannot let you go uh, without doing rapid fire questions. Rapid fire questions. So the first thing that just comes to your mind. I'm gonna give it my best. (laughs) I told you about this, Jackie. You got this. You're like you're QVC trained. Right. right. I mean, listen. She's a live TV person. She 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 gets it. Okay, here we go. Um, your favorite fast food, junk food. Oh my goodness. My favorite fast food junk fruit is Rita's. Oh, the custards. Why are you bringing it up? Because yes. I'm going to QVC this weekend. I'm going to get me one. Okay, Rita's. It's so good though. It's, it's what's your favorite flavor? <laughs> favorite flavor. Oh my goodness. I just had the cake batter. It's really good. Oh, they have these new custard flavors now <laughs> and they rotate them in. The strawberry was good, but I just had the custard. It was so good. I'll be going there this weekend. Here we go. Um, <laughs> do you have a secret talent? I don't know. My talents aren't secrets anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I did this one time in an interview for a pageant, and I said my secret talent was playing my nose. And I would go, uh-huh, I actually did that. <laughs> Didn't win the pageant. You did that but... in a pageant? Oh, yeah. Did you win? No, I did not. Maybe no, that's why. Yeah. 
I make, I mean, I make really good martinis. I don't know if that's, that's a secret talent. Because oh, I think people no, 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 know no, no, about no. that. That's been over to my house, but other people, if they Oh, I think that's fantastic. Over to my house wouldn't know. Okay. Well, can okay. I actually, wait, I have a secret talent. Can I just, I realized I could do this. And since Jackie, you're a DJ, is this any good? Yeah. Just okay. hold on. I'm going to okay, hold my mic up and then check it out. Ready? I'm going to answer for it. It's it, not good. That, Zach. Can you hear it's that? Not. that <laughs> you got to do it on the beat. Is that good? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's on beat. I don't know what you're Second. listening to. Is this, is this, or, this is Zach, the, this did you is hear the, what she said? She said, you've got to do it on the beat. Bless it. Bless it. I have no beat. That's it. You know, this is, that's it. I love this. You've DJed all over the world. What's your favorite song that you've played? Uh, world Hold On. Ooh, who's, who's that? Yeah, I don't know. If it's, um, it's called, it goes, World Hold On. You know, we never, it's a house song. I don't know if you. Oh, no, no. I'm going to have to go look that up. Write that down, Zach. We'll (laughs) look that up. World Hold On. If you could eat brunch. It's like a 90s song. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go look it up as soon as we get out of here. Yeah. Um, If you could eat brunch with one historical figure, who would it be? Oh my gosh. Cleopatra. Ooh, invite me. I want to go too. <laughs> okay. Totally. Um, yeah, she is like, oh. she is bad, mama jamma. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you could travel to any historical event anywhere back in time, what would it be? Oh, I want to see dinosaurs. Ooh, right? <laughs> yes. Right. I want to know. And were there people there? Like, I want to know. I want to go back and see the dinosaurs. Mm. I may not come back <laughs> where it lands, but. Well, you know, t- time travel. I don't know if I'd go back. I just, you come back and let us know how it was. That's what I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, if you were stranded on a desert island and what was one thing you would take that you have to have? You Is it like a beauty thing or is whatever, it like. Whatever. Like a survival knife. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Like one of those knives that has like the screwdriver (laughs) and the scissors and the the nail file. (laughs) (laughs) Army knife. Okay. Yes, that's exactly. Who are your fashion icons? Like what's your favorite, like big iconic fashion brands? Madonna for sure. She's definitely. um, I love Jacqueline Onassis, like from a classic perspective. Yes. Um, You know, she's definitely been. I've been a fan of hers. I would say those have been the two most influential in my life. And I know they're, I was going to totally say they're different totally ends in of the, the opposite. Spectrum. Right, 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 right. So listen, but, you got it covered, um, girl. You got it covered. Yeah. Do you remember when the I jelly go bracelets? When I got to go to the club. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the jelly bracelet she used to wear? Yes. I remember when yes. Like a Virgin, remember when she came on with Like a Virgin on the MTV yes, Music and the gloves. Room, and the gloves. And my mom was like, what in the world? Like a virgin. <laughs> I said, mom, she's touched for the very first time. Okay, here we go. Um, who is your celebrity crush? Oh my goodness. Celebrity crush. You know, okay, this is going to sound really bad, but Arnold Schwarzenegger. Why does that wow. sound bad? But when it. he was younger. Okay, I get it. <laughs> Okay, you're be- you like the beefcake. I get it. No, I totally get that. Mine was um, uh, the Russian from Rocky Four. I think it was. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, he's hot. Yeah. Dolph, Do you see what I'm saying? Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Yes. Uh-huh. So we him? have the yeah, same taste. So. We have the same taste. Yes, we do. We do. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite book you've ever read? <sighs> wow. Um, yours. <laughs> I love it. I don't know. All right. Thank <laughs> you and good night. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay you mentioned what you mentioned netflix and i've got a, what are you binging now what's a good tv show i need oh one. my goodness 
I just watched, well, I love Ted Lasso. And oh, I'm sad it's that that so ended. good. I know. I don't know. I've heard rumors that might be coming back. Oh, that would be great. I don't know really? how they would bring it back, but that was like a thing my husband and I been would Loved watch it. together. I think it's yeah. a great date night it is. show. So if you need something to to bond with with your spouse with, that's a great show. It is a great show to do that with. Oh, so, I love but I'm it. looking for a new show. <laughs> well, uh, if, they, if ever I hadn't seen Ted Lasso, go check it out. Okay, uh, last yeah. question. This is a big one, and so okay. it's uh, this is how you're gonna go out. Um, okay, could you beatbox a little bit for us? <laughs> I can't beatbox, but I can um, maybe rap a little bit or something. Let's do it. Well, my name is Jackie, and I'm here to say I'm with Prim Carvel in a big, big way. We're doing her show, and we're changing lives. We're building confidence all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I can't do that. Uh, that is my go. drum mic. That's it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Jackie, I love you so much. We have to get, look, but listen, text me, call me, do something. We need to get together. I love I you. I know. I love you. Well, when, and, let me know when you're in town and we'll for sure get together. We're doing it. We'll I'm sure taking you to Rita's. Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good though. Oh my but gosh, it's my Jackie. thing. I'm like, oh, I, I love I wish you hadn't. So. I wish you hadn't said that. Now you're just like, <laughs> thanks, Fit Kitty culture. <laughs> it's all about balance. No, th- this is instead. It's hey, Zach, instead of Fit Kitty, it's Fat Cat. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not. You know, um, fitness doesn't look a specific oh way. Gosh. By the clearly, way, clearly, clearly, I love you. Clearly. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> All right. Thanks, Jackie. All right. Okay. I right, love you, girl. Bye, Bye Jackie. Thank Bye. you so much, Bye. you guys. That was so fun. Bye. <laughs> okay, I told you. Jackie does not disappoint, right, Zach? Jackie's great. And and so much of her message is the message it and is. the project of this show. It is. Which is so just like she's she's in sync. Well, and she wow, I didn't even know some of the things that she's been through in her life. And I just want to say to anybody else who's watching, if you've gone through anything in your life, it's all part of the of the journey. It's all part of you learning and growing. Like Jackie said, she wouldn't have the resilience and the strength and the confidence to move forward. Um, so, so keep that in mind. Remember that there's always a plan. There's always a purpose and you always have a call. And if you want to reach out to Jackie and keep in touch with her, you can, you can hit her up on her website, which is JacquelineFinnanHammer.com or her Instagram is the Jackie Jack. I love that. Um, or check out fitkitty.com and reach out to her and stay connected and see what what her brands are all about and who she is all about because she is truly, absolutely living in her calling. Till next time, guys, remember, make a decision to live the best life that's ahead of you. Oh, Kim, can you rap a little bit on this end, just like Jackie did? So when you're down and out, you got to level up. You got to always know that you are always enough. You got to step into life. You got to step into call. So everybody knows that you've got it all. Wow. How did you do that? Seriously, how did you do that? Miracle of God. (laughs) 
Zach and Kim, we're going to do it again. We're going to light it up and help you to begin living in your life and leveling up. It's time for y'all y'all to get all with this stuff. Let's not, let's not tempt fate there. Let's not tempt fate. <laughs> Bye, y'all. I said a Jacqueline Finnan Hammer. Fact, if you're looking to level up, okay, tonight's the night. Today's the day. Wherever you're listening to this, this is your time to level up your life. We're going to start this over because I'm leveling, 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 leveling up. Say it, I level up a lot. The level of producing that, you get. Do you really want to do it again, Kim? Classic. We're doing it again. Are we just in the show? No, we're, we're doing, doing it again. again. Take seven. All right. Take there seven. Take 65. <laughs> the Kim Grabell Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative and Mike Kligerman edits the show. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you, so thank you for listening, and we love you.